Hello, welcome to the Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's February 2nd, Groundhog Day, 2018. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hi, what's opening in theaters this weekend? There's only one wide release, and that's Winchester. Inspired by true events, on an isolated stretch of land 50 miles outside of San Francisco sits the most haunted house in the world, built by Sarah Winchester, Academy Award winner Helen Mirren, heiress to the Winchester fortune, it's a house that knows no end. Constructed in an incessant 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week mania for decades, it stands seven stories tall and contains hundreds of rooms. To the outsider, it looks like a monstrous monument to a disturbed woman's madness. But Sarah is not building for herself, her niece, Sarah Snook, or for the troubled doctor Eric Price, Jason Clark, whom she has summoned to the house. She's building a prison, an asylum for hundreds of vengeful ghosts, and the most terrifying among them have a score to settle with the Winchesters. Didn't we hear about this house in an episode of the 99% Invisible podcast? Yes, they covered it on 99% Invisible. I also believe they covered it on Stuff You Should Know uh, even more recently than that. I think the 99% Invisible was from 2015. But it was really interesting. I don't think there are actually like vengeful ghosts no, yeah, I, don't, I know. I don't think it's as uh, terrifying as this movie is probably going to make it out to be. But yeah, there was something, I think she went to see maybe a fortune teller or something like that. And they said that she had to just keep building, uh, maybe to make amends for all the people that had been killed uh, by those, uh, by the guns that the Winchester built their fortune on. Yeah. yeah. And then, so she just kept having more and more rooms built and the house is i guess very confusing like there's rooms that lead to nowhere and stairs, stairs that, lead, that to nowhere. lead to nowhere yeah i remember that so it sounds really interesting i don't remember do you remember where it's actually located i think it's on the other side of the country so it's not something we can yeah well it said san francisco and i think oh, that's yeah, right there you go san francisco sorry uh but i do yeah that's it's somewhere outside not like in the city of san francisco but, um, yeah, it sounds like something yeah, that would be cool like to some, see. Definitely. I don't know about this movie. movie. Uh, how are the reviews? <laughs> That's funny. There are no reviews. I guess it, they haven't released it to the critics yet or anybody. So no tomato meter available. Yeah, it's probably your run-of-the-mill really crappy horror movie. I, I want to see this actual house, but not this movie. And zingity zam some limited releases are out this week. I was told uh, through some feedback that we need some more catchphrases on the show. So, zingity zam, here's some limited releases. A Fantastic Woman, Una Mujer Fantastica. Marina, a waitress who moonlights as a nightclub singer, is bowled over by the death of her older boyfriend. I think this is about a uh, transsexual. Looks interesting and has pretty good reviews. 88% fresh. Bilal, a new breed of hero. A thousand years ago, one boy with a dream of becoming a great warrior is abducted with his sister and taken to a land far away from home. Thrown into a world where greed and injustice rule all, Bilal finds the courage to raise his voice and make a change. Inspired by true events, this is a story of a real hero who earned his remembrance in time and history. This one's not reviewed as well. 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
before we vanish. Three aliens travel to Earth in preparation for a mass invasion, taking possession of human bodies. This is a Japanese movie, but I won't attempt the actual Japanese name. Um, it's live action? Yes. And it's 73%, which is decent. All right. So sounds like Fantastic Woman is the best out of those movies reviewed. Mm-hmm. Any news since our last show? A few items. Deadline reports that the Leftovers showrunner, Damon Lindelof, has tapped one of the series' episodic directors, Nicole Cassell, to helm the pilot for his next project at HBO, which is a series based on the comic Watchmen. Written by Lindelof, based on Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons' iconic limited comic series, Watchmen is a dark, satirical, and dystopian take on the superhero genre. The story is set in an alternate history in the year 1985 at the height of the Cold War between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. I think I remember hearing that they were doing a Watchmen Mm -hmm. series, which I think is separate from the movie they did a few years ago. Right. Well, he didn't have anything to do with that, did he? No. Well, I'm I'm interested in it. Yeah, I know Watchmen is a very much loved comic series, and I believe they're now starting to do like sequels and prequels to it in the comics. But they had kind of left it alone for a long time. I don't think Alan Moore, who was the writer, wants anything to do with with any of the sequels, and I think they were kind of respecting his wishes for a while. Oh. But now they're starting to expand it out. It seems like Damon Lindelof would be a good fit. Yep. Per The Hollywood Reporter, the Blake Lively-fronted spy feature, The Rhythm Section, is being shut down while Lively recuperates from a hand injury. The actress sustained the injury while doing a stunt on the Dublin set in December. So she had one surgery, and it looks like it didn't fix the problem. She has to have a second one. So now they're just completely shut down. No date set to resume, so... Who knows this will even ever get made. Oh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It really is. Uh, According to The Wrap, F. Gary Gray, who most recently directed The Fate of the Furious and Straight Outta Compton, is in talks to direct the Men in Black spinoff film, uh, which I think we had uh, mentioned a few weeks ago was Mm -hmm. happening. The film is scheduled for June 14, 2019 release. The film will be a reimagining of the original premise of a covert force policing the alien population hiding in plain sight. The premise of the comic book series by Lowell Cunningham and Sandy Carruthers. And uh, as I think we said before, it's not starring uh, Will Smith or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a reboot, right? I don't know if it's a reboot. It referenced like Jurassic World, where it's not necessarily disregarding the previous story but it's kind of updating it and giving new life to it so who knows i mean it could they could eventually tie into the other ones or maybe for all we know tommy lee jones or um will smith could appear in it michelle mclaren has been set to direct the chris pratt action movie cowboy ninja viking for universal the tracking board has confirmed. Based on the Image Comics graphic novel by A.J. Lieberman and illustrator Riley Rosmo, the film stars Pratt as a new kind of assassin who manifests the toughest skills of three different personas, a cowboy, a ninja, and a viking. Sounds funny. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it must be at least somewhat comedic. Yep, but also action movie. Right. Right. This director has worked i believe mostly on tv before but a lot of like action heavy things breaking bad game of thrones so 
I think this might be like her first or one of her first movies. So she's I'd, I'd watch it. She's going to the big screen. And finally, according to Variety, Nintendo has confirmed via tweet that they are developing a new Mario Brothers movie with Illumination Entertainment. Said Nintendo on Twitter, Nintendo and Illumination are partnering on a movie starring Mario co-produced by Shigeru Miyamoto and Chris Melodandry. Illumination is the company behind the Despicable Me movies and The Secret Life of Pets. It is unlikely that this movie will be a follow-up to 1993's live-action Mario Brothers movie, which I think was a huge disaster. Yeah. And probably the reason why Nintendo hasn't done any movies in a very long time. I know they're doing that Pokemon movie Uh now. That's a live-action one as opposed to this one, which is animation. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that I'm really interested, but, I mean, if they do it right, I'm sure the kids will love it. Yep. I don't have any emotional connection to Mario. No. So. Even though I played that game a ton, I don't really know. There's no Super Mario Brothers on the Atari 2600, so (laughs) I did not play it. You didn't have a Nintendo? No. Oh. I had an Atari 2600. I played E.T. I had an Atari. I don't remember if it was 2600. How do you know? It's, that was the most popular one. Then that's probably what I had. That's probably what you had. I had a whole box full of games. That was really fun. Me too. And now it's time for a sponsor break. Do you like roads and islands? Yeah. Visit Rhode Island then. Rhode Island, a state in the United States. That's true. Zippity zap, what's new to streaming services this week? Oh no, I'm sure that's not what they meant. Um, A lot of things are new because yesterday was February 1st, and so a lot of stuff dropped. Netflix has some originals coming out today. Uh, Altered Carbon Season 1. This is set in a future where consciousness is digitized and stored. A prisoner returns to life in a new body and must solve a mind-bending murder to win his freedom. Sounds interesting. Coach Snoop season one, Kevin J. Everybody calm down. Luna Petunia returned to Amazia season one, and On Body and Soul. Also out on Netflix, Cars 3D, Cabin Fever, 3,000 Miles to Graceland, 42 Grams, Eon Flux, American Pie, American Pie 2, American Pie Presents Bandcamp, American Pie Presents The Book of Love, American Pie Presents The Naked Mile, Ella Enchanted, Goodfellas, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, Men in Black, Oceans 11, 12, and 13, The Hurt Locker, and Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Coming to Amazon, The Cutting Edge, Daybreakers, A Fish Called Wanda, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, He Said, She Said, Manhattan, Mystic Pizza, An Officer and a Gentleman, Red Dawn, that's the 1984, Sabrina, that's the 1995, Swimming with Sharks, Terms of Endearment, Things You Can Tell Just by Looking at Her, and 50-50. On HBO, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights, Alien Aliens and Alien 3, as well as Alien vs. Predator, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, Diner, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, Freaky Friday, Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Man on the Moon, Predator 1 and 2, Romeo and Juliet, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and West Side Story. Coming to Stars, Can't Hardly Wait, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, 
Girl Interrupted, Gosford Park, Hackers, Halloween H2O, 20 Years Later, Heartburn, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, A Knight's Tale, Marley, Men at Work, Nick of Time, They Came Together, and 12 Monkeys. Love 12 Monkeys. On Hulu, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind and The Haunting. Cinemax got Dances with Wolves, Dawn of the Dead, The Ghost Writer, The Thin Red Line, The Good Lie, and Heaven Can Wait. On Showtime, Hulk, the 2003 Ang Lee classic, 25th Hour, Starman, Velvet Goldmine, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, and Fanboys. Remember Starman, Jeff Bridges? I do. (laughs) I love that movie. FX got Thor, The Dark World, The Wolf of Wall Street, Ted, World War Z, 21 Jump Street, Predators. Oh, so I guess you can see lots of different Predator movies on different networks. Pitch Perfect 2, The Bourne Legacy, Star Trek Into Darkness, Riddick, and The Five-Year Engagement. And leaving streaming soon, leaving Hulu, Beyond the Sea, Ironweed, Punch Drunk Love, Revolutionary Road, Saturday Night Fever, and Spaceballs. Yep, watch them. They'll be gone by the end of February. And last week we had a poll on Twitter. The Maze Runner movies are... 40% said awesome, 20% said adequate, 0% said terrible, and 40% said the what movies? Wow, nobody thought, of, thought they're terrible. I guess they're better than I thought they were. Yeah, I mean, that's actually, that's actually good. Like, they must, be, they must be okay. Yeah, or people have no idea what they are. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Maybe we should watch them in a couple of years when the kids are, I don't know, preteen? Is that the right age for Probably. So, this week, because it's Groundhog Day, uh, our poll will be, what is the best time loop movie besides Groundhog Day? Yeah, obviously Groundhog Day would win. So, Edge of Tomorrow, Looper, Source Code, or Happy Death Day? What's your choice? It's tough. Hmm. Right? I don't remember... I wouldn't think of Looper quite in the same way as I would think of, like, Edge of Tomorrow. I really like Looper. I think I'd go with Edge of Tomorrow. Obviously, I haven't seen Happy Death Day. Like, Edge of Tomorrow is, like, the best movie out of those? Or just, like, the best at doing the loop? Yeah, probably the best at doing the loop. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Because best movie, I don't know. It's got to be either Looper or Source Code. So vote on Twitter, Daily Show Pod, and we'll discuss the results next week. All right, so since today is Groundhog Day, which is one of my favorite holidays, possibly my favorite holiday of all, we decide to discuss some of the best Groundhog Day-related movies. And streaming on Stars uh, is Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, and Stephen Tobolowski. Also on Stars, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, and Stephen Tobolowski. And on Stars, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, and Stephen Tobolowski. And on Stars, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, and Stephen Tobolowski. So make sure you catch one of those movies, or maybe all of them. <laughs> Happy Groundhog Day. And finally, I just want to address uh, one piece of feedback we received this week. Uh, I was told that I said biopic 
incorrectly. Um, I believe it can be said either way, biopic or biopic. I've probably said it both ways on the show. Um, yeah. As far as I know, it can be said either way. I mean... I think biopic is probably the more correct saying. Yeah, bi- biopic sounds more right to me. I mean, that's obviously what it's... I mean, it's a it's a bio, so it's a biopic. Right. I looked up the etymology, and, the, and that's very clearly what it is, a biographical picture. Right. So it, it makes sense. But right, and the other one sounds kind of stuffy biopic, to me, doesn't right. it? It sounds kind of pretentious. Yeah. Myopic. I mean, it sounds like myopic. It I will sounds try. Like you're trying too hard. I will try to say biopic. Biopic. But, but, but I know. Yeah, yeah. Technically, I don't think it's wrong. I mean, right. Our friends over at Film Spotting had this discussion, and they decided it was fine either way, and I will go with them. Okay. Myself as well. So thanks for the feedback. If anybody else has feedback, uh, please let us know. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily's Show. Our Twitter account is Daily's Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next week. Happy Groundhog Day! Mm-hmm.